Good morning. Welcome to another edition of Roadmap to Heaven here on Covenant Network. I'm Adam Wright, and it is great to start the morning off with you. Let's pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, it is great to be with you on this, uh, you know, Wednesday morning. It's January 24th at 7 a.m. You're listening to Covenant Network, which means you're listening to Roadmap to Heaven. And here we are. What a great day it's going to be today. I'm excited for Wednesday. I love what's scheduled today. You know, we've got just a bunch of great stuff in our lives today. How about you? What do you have scheduled today? What are you looking forward to today? forward to today. You know, from the moment you wake up, some days we have those things that I'm just saying, I can't wait to get to that. That's going to be fantastic. Well, what is that for you today? You know, maybe you've been up for a while. I've been up since before five this morning, thinking about lots of things that are going to happen today, what I need to get accomplished today. And there's some things I'm really looking forward to. What about you? Well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you some things to look forward to. On the show today, we have some great inspiring words from our friends up in the Diocese of Springfield. We've got some words from Father Goring. We've got uh, some words from Father Hollowell on casting out into the deep. Oh, I love that. And Corey Grizzle's going to be with us to talk about novenas and her, uh, her experience praying them, the fruit of praying them, why she prays novenas. So that's all ahead on the show today. Uh, it might be foggy today. It was, it was really kind of cool last night walking outside and seeing the fog. The kids were like, Dad, what is that? What's going on here? Why are we in a cloud? And I'm like, that's called fog. It's a perfectly natural weather phenomenon. It happens all the time. Uh, just usually not at our house, but that's okay. We're, we're going to be just fine. Is it? Are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, dad's been through this one a couple of times. So let's go to Mike Roberts and find out what's in store with the weather today, as well as our saint of the day. Today is the memorial of St. Francis de Sales, bishop and doctor of the church. Born in 1567 into a noble family in Switzerland, he was the oldest of six sons and from an early age had a desire to serve the Lord. However, his father wanted him to follow in his footsteps and then go into politics. Francis earned a doctorate in law and theology by the time he was just 24, and he also prayed constantly keeping his devotion to himself. But the Lord had a way of making his call to Francis very clear. One day, Francis fell from his horse three times, and each time his sword and scabbard dropped to the ground in the shape of a cross. Finally, his father gave Francis his blessing, and he began his journey to become a priest, being ordained in 1593. It was the time of the Protestant Reformation, and Francis lived near Calvinist territory. He began an expedition to bring them back to the Catholic Church, traveling the countryside in bitter cold temperatures, writing pamphlets to explain the true Catholic doctrine, and then slipping those under doors. In just three years, Francis brought some 40,000 people back to the church. In 1604, Francis was made Bishop of Geneva. Then he met 
Jane Deschantel, and together they helped form the Order of the Visitation. In 1608, he wrote an introduction to the devout life for lay people, advising those busy in the world to enter into the solitude of your own heart. By turning your eyes to God in meditation, your whole soul will be filled with God. Begin all your prayers in the presence of God. Francis believed the truest test of prayer was a person's actions, and that the worst sin was to judge someone or gossip about them. He died in 1622 after giving a nun one final last word of advice. Stay in humility. He is the patron saint of journalists. St. Francis de Sales, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day. Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. Search Covenant Network to see all our podcasts. Daily Offering God the Father, I thank Thee for creating me. God the Son, I thank Thee for redeeming me. God the Holy Spirit, I thank Thee for sanctifying me. Infuse into my thoughts, words, and actions Thy grace, so that they may be supernaturally pleasing to Thee and supernaturally rewarding to me forever. O Blessed Trinity, Abundantly assist me in becoming that which thou intended me to become when thou created me. For in thy perfection I will give thee the glory thou desirest of me, and in that perfection I will find my greatest joy in heaven. Amen. Hey, Corey Grizzle is with us here on the show today. And Corey, it's always great to have you to join us for Roadmap to Heaven. I always have so much fun with this. And I love the Friday Roadmap Roundups. And I love just sitting here and chatting with you and letting people know, you know. I know. And we've got a first Friday coming up. So we're going we're gonna to be rounding up soon yes. here, getting ready for Lent. But that's not what we're at today. Today, although, although I'm going to do some math in my head. I think it's a little bit more than nine days. If we started having you on the show today and every day through the Roadmap Roundup to start off, February. That would be amazing. <laughs> but, you know, why is he saying nine days? This sounds like he's going somewhere, friends, and we are. We're, we're here to talk about novenas, and we're always encouraging you uh, to pray, pray, pray here on Roadmap to Heaven. And one of the things we often mention are novenas. And I've talked about them before. We've had interviews about them before. Patty Schneier shared about them on the Daily Dose of Encouragement before. Um, we've prayed them before where we just said, hey, for this many days on the show, we're praying these prayers, and that's how it's going to be. Uh, novenas are one of our great Catholic traditions and one that you love. I really do love it. And, you know, if you've listened to me before, you know that I am organized by necessity. I'm not disciplined to do my prayer life every day. I try. I fall off the wagon. I try again. I find something new that I really love. And novenas are that great way to start with just nine days. If I can make a commitment to anything for nine days, I might be able to do another nine days. And what is it, 40 days that make a habit? So these are really great ones to look at. And you can find a great saint, you can find a great feast day, and there's always going to be a novena for one of those. Yeah, there. I mean, there really are novenas for everything. And there's nine-day novenas, 54-day novenas, um, any any number of days. There's a couple different formulas, but we won't go into the Catholic algebra today. Right. <laughs> um, what I love about them, they focus us on a specific intention. You know, yes. we're going to pray this novena. We're going to commit this many days in prayer, praying these specific prayers for this specific intention. Whereas my daily prayer is committed to one intention, growing closer to our Lord, growing in relationship with him. And um, I think like anything in life, when we commit to something, we're going to see fruit. And it mm-hmm. might not always be, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna pray this novena that I get a new car. And mm-hmm. at the end of this novena, I will get a new car because that's how it works. No, that is not how it works. Right. 
But if we fervently pray with sincere devotion, there will be fruit. Uh, sometimes we have a good idea of what that might look like. Sometimes we don't. But you've right. seen the fruit before. Absolutely. And we love novenas in our family because it is a nice short thing. We usually pick a family intention because there's always a spot in the prayer of the novena that says, mention your intention here. So we were encouraged many years ago to do the novena to the Immaculate Conception and um, from our pastor. And it was a beautiful novena. And and actually, um, and coincidentally, uh, our it's it's funny that I should say this, but our orthodontist, who actually is very near to my and dear to my heart, and she's a beautiful Catholic woman, and uh, she was sick. And actually, she was working through her cancer. She was beautiful in taking care of her patients. It's what she loved to do and who she was. And so we found out that she was sick. She was incredibly sick. She had you know, been taken to the hospital. And so that was our intention for that nine days before December 8th. And we prayed it fervently and we really just, you know, prayed for God's will. What is it that you want her to do? She was very sick. If she could be cured, that would be amazing. If she needed to go to heaven, that would also be incredibly amazing. And so we prayed and prayed and prayed. And uh, later on, we found out that she did pass and we found out that she passed on December 8th. And so I have great trust that she will see Jesus face to face one day. Well, Corey, I love novenas, and I love to share that if you're looking for one, you pretty much, the the internet is your friend in this regard, as long as you know a good, solid Catholic site. I like to get mine from EWTN.com, mm-hmm. uh, the great treasury of prayers yes. there, and um, we've got some great opportunities for novenas coming up. We're almost uh, in the season of Lent, so mm-hmm. there's some novenas we can pray to get ready for Lent. We've got Holy Face coming up, but you've got to start praying that novena pretty much right now, because we're going to be about nine days out here any day now. And don't ask me to do math in the morning, as you all know. Um, but then <laughs> in March, we've got the Annunciation. We've got St. Joseph's Feast Day for mm-hmm. those of us who like to celebrate the patron saint of a wonderful place called Ireland. We've got St. Patrick's Day. And speaking of novenas, the other prayers I love, litanies are another great, if you mm-hmm. want a longer form of prayer, that you can pray every day. Even if there aren't specific novena prayers, you know, in the nine days leading up to a particular intention, Pray a litany for that intention. The Sacred Heart Litany is a great one. There's so many great prayers out there that you can find. And uh, it's really, as you said, about taking the time, making the mm-hmm. time, and, and choosing the intention to say, we're going to pray this for this many days, for this intention, full stop, end of story, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we, we do quite a few of them and they are beautiful. And it is really nice to see our children come up with intentions too. And so sometimes if we're not in the midst of praying a specific intention novena, we just say, what are our intentions for the evening and say a few prayers? Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, Corey, it's always a joy to have you with us here on Roadmap to Heaven. I look forward to the next time. Thank you. Prayer to the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who didst instruct the apostles by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us in this same spirit to be truly wise, and ever rejoice in his consolation, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Today on the Daily Dose of Encouragement, we are going to continue to look at the names of some of the great women saints in the canon of the Mass. And Patty, I was getting a little worried there was going to be a pop quiz because we've talked about Felicity Perpetua, Agatha, and Lucy. And then I was worried you were going to say, all right, now, Adam, fill in the blank and, and tell us the rest of these saints. <laughs> no, I'll tell it to you. So we have Felicity Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, then Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia. Those are the last three. We're going to tackle them on the last three days of this week. So today, Agnes, let's talk about St. Agnes. By 
by the way, all of these women are mentioned in the Eucharistic prayer number one in the canon of the Mass. Her feast day for St. Agnes is January 21st. Her relics are kept in the Church of St. Agnes on the Piazza Navona in Rome. Very popular place. Now, St. Agnes, she was only 13 at the time of her martyrdom. And like Agatha and Lucy, she consecrated herself to Christ at an early age. When she refused marriage to a young Roman, he accused her of being a Christian. Can you see the pattern here? All of these women, they wanted to dedicate themselves to God. They had someone desire them in marriage or advance, make advances on them. They refused. And then they immediately are exposed as a Christian. She was ordered to offer sacrifice to the Roman gods. She refused and was condemned to death. St. Augustine wrote of her, it seems to me that this child, holy beyond her years and courageous beyond human nature, received the name of Agnes, which in Greek means pure not as an earthly designation, but as a revelation from God of what she was to be. St. Agnes is the patron of young Christian womanhood and has become the great Christian symbol of virginal innocence. She's usually represented in art by a lamb. Oh, do we need her intercession today? For all our young girls and young women, let's increase our knowledge and devotion to this great saint, St. Agnes. Pray for us. Another wonderful saint for us to look at, a beautiful example. Patty, thank you for today's dose of encouragement. Well, what a joy it has been on the show today, and we are so happy you have been with us. You know, we've been talking about novenas, and we talked about them with Corey earlier. We we talk about them quite a bit on the show, as you know, and these great opportunities for prayer. Well, have you heard about our daily rosary reflections that you can get every day in your inbox? In fact, I woke up, we had a little... uh, sounded like there was an incident in the neighborhood this morning. There were sirens and sirens and sirens, and uh, my understanding was there might may have been a fire. But anyway, the sirens woke me up, and I couldn't get back to sleep. So I was up a little bit before 5 this morning, and I got a jump start on the day. And at one point I said, oh, I wonder what the weather's going to be, because I know that here at the studio, Mike sends us the weather every morning around 5 o'clock. And I logged on to my email, and sure enough, they're waiting for me. Not only was the weather, but this wonderful email from Covenant Catholic. Holiness in the Rosary Meditation Series contemplate the sacred heart through the Holy Rosary. And today, it was inviting me to reflect on the true revelation of the sacred heart. The Rosary is the true revelation of the sacred heart, which it always represents united to the third divine person and from which it can never be separated. In the Rosary, we contemplate that heart, living and beating in the time, places, and circumstances in which it really lived and throbbed. We can contemplate the sentiments of the adorable heart of our blessed Lord towards his eternal Father, towards men, towards himself. And, uh, you know, I misspoke there, the second divine person of the Holy Trinity. Uh, It's wonderful. The, The meditation goes on. And if you want to receive reflections like this every day in your inbox right now, we've got these daily Rosary reflections you can just go to covenantcatholic.org. It's a very simple web page. You scroll to the, get the daily rosary reflections, you put in your email, and then every morning, right about five o'clock, it comes through. And if you're saying, Adam, 
I'm pretty busy. I want to start my morning off with a daily rosary reflection, but I, until I get my cup of coffee, don't ask me to read something. I've got to get my contacts into my glasses. Well, you can listen to these rosary reflections. That's right there in the email, too. You just click listen, and you can listen to it while you get ready. Or take some time if you're like me. I like to go over to my chair and just sit down and have the quiet, put my earbuds in, set my phone to the side, and just listen. So again, you can sign up for these daily rosary reflections at covenantcatholic.org, covenantcatholic.org. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, join us tomorrow. It's Thursday. We'll be talking about the Redeemer of Man with Father David Skillman. And then on Friday, Paul Masick's going to be with us to talk about the importance of going on retreat and why we should think about that as we approach the season of Lent. Until then, for Covenant Network, I'm Adam Wright. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Heaven. Don't forget to pray your rosary today.